this button and keep it a little bit. Lagoimers this week. Bayless, Timber Bekeeper, and Nifter. The Bayless ends. Bekeeper lost. Yud Bayless, Elif, Zukas, and Talmidim. One of the questions why we make a unique Bayless for Timber Bekeeper. Normally, we demand that we take all of the Torahs of Kliyasil and we are misouling them is during the three weeks. Why is this a unique, why is this its own distinct separate Avelis? Some shot is because it was being misouled not on the Talmudim but on the Torah. We're talking about Talmudim of Rabbi Kiva. Obviously, there's Talmudim of Rabbi Kiva, they weren't Kalakanya, they were tremendous Talmudim of Rabbi able to hear a shear from the Rekiva I want to mention spoke about the, the, the entrance of Bechidim to the Vilna Goyim's Kloys so obviously if you came to the Vilna Goyim to learn by him you had to be of a Madrega that's worthwhile to come you know you said the shear, you somebody's talking about so what are you there for these are Rekiva's Talmudim we're talking about G'dayla Elam V'hayah Elam Shomim the Pashat the loss of Torah if we could say the words, imagine that this hadn't happened. And these 24,000 Talmidim of Rabbi Kiva had remained in this world. And those Talmidim had Talmidim. And the Talmidim of the Talmidim will have Talmidim. Golos Mashiach would have come. The Golos would look different if the Mashiach doesn't come. Maybe then that would have been a reform. Because who knows what would have been? The world would have been different. So much Torah was lost. Twenty-four thousand Talmidim of Gedolei Olam, twenty-four Moshe Feinstein's, twenty-four thousand Moshe Feinstein's left the world. Twenty-four thousand Stiplers left the world. We don't know what those words mean. It's, not a, it's an availus for the loss of the Torah. But I. I want to think about Rabbi Kiva for a sec. Rabbi Kiva's life work. He built a yeshiva. He started with some Talmidim, more Talmidim. His 24 years of Torah left his wife, family behind. He put himself into building, building Torah like this. And it's a kufa of 30 days, it's gone. He's watching over a thousand of his Talmidim die every single day. There's a thousand Levayas. There's a thousand Hesbedim. It's, it's Talmidim. Each Talmud is like a child. The, 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 the pain, the tsar, the, the yogan, the anacha. And I imagine after a few days he saw where this was going. It wasn't stopping. It wasn't abating. The worry about the future, what's going to be, it's going to destroy a person. It's going to rip him apart. He throws his hand up in despair. He says, I'm done. Finds some little small shul somewhere hidden in 
somewhere in, in, in some little city in the, in, the, in the north, puts his head down and he's, you know, he cries, learns a little Gemara, gets right there, I don't know. No, he doesn't do that. He goes to Meir, Yehuda, Belazer, Yosi, Shimon. He taught them Torah. Now these weren't his Talmudim. They, the more first them as their mayor, they were already they were Rabbi Shemesh Shabbatonim. They already accomplished the Midachal and he teaches them his Torah. If Rikiva decided that you know I've done mine, on, we would we would get it. We'd relate to that. He didn't do that. He goes and he teaches these these people which weren't his Talmudim. He didn't build them from scratch. He didn't develop them. They had their own mahalach. The mayor has his mahalach. The mayor has his mahalach. And that's Torah. More Megillah, the face. Stamas Nisim is her mayor. Stam Safra is her Yehuda, Rashi says. Stam Tzapta is her Mechemya. Rekulin seems to all leave it there Bekiva. Rishimin says that all of his Torah is Trumus, Trumus, Mitrasen Shorbekiba. He has the best part of Rubikiba's Torah. All of the Kabbalah we have is Rubikiba's Torah. It's not Rishimin's Torah. It's the Trumus, Trumus of Rubikiba's Torah. But it's Rubikiba's Torah. So our Kabbalah, our Mishnah, our, our Safra, Kulun Sisalim Rubikiba. Can we explain a little bit, like, what lesson does Rebekiva have for us? Rebekiva is also an extraordinary person. Morris says, he says, until I was, before he was 40 years old, he says, I mean, said about the Tamachachim, give me Tamachachim, Veshchen, or Kechamor, and Morris says, Kechamor, why Kechamor? Because a Chamor, when it bites, it breaks the bone. And then he sees, he walks by, his, by a rock and he sees there's a hole in the rock. He says, well, Who made the hole in the rock? They tell us, Akiva, you didn't know. The water wears a hole in the rock. He says, If the water can make a hole in the rock, the water is soft and the rock is hard. Tara, which is kosher. And my heart is soft. It can make a hole, it can get through it to me also. He goes, he learns Tara. Now, you have to be misbinded in that, that thought process. He made a couple of carbon, the tar can go in. So now he goes and learns. If his problem was that he held it, and the problem is because he said he's not so smart, so Rekiba didn't believe he could do it. Now he realizes the couple of says he could do it. Okay, so he could do it, let's go do it. Rekiba's grappling with can I do it? He picks himself up and he does it. By now, if you haven't realized, I like to refer back to my, my years in yeshiva. I came to yeshiva, so the the, the third year in the, in the high school. So in the 1970s, there weren't many uh, Balchuba yeshivas in America, like zero. In Kabbalah, there weren't any Balchuba yeshivas in Cleveland. There was a person who was Balchuba. The fellow must have been in his mid thirties. Was sitting in the he was sitting in the third year of the high school year. He became from and he wanted to learn Gomorrah. 
and he took off some time from, you know, from whatever his, he left his job for a period of time and he came to Shiva. So where they put him? And they put him in the shear, which made sense to him. So he was, when I came, he was in the third, third shear to high school. So he was, the average age in the shear was about 15, you know. This fellow was 35 years old and he's sitting there every single day. He was sitting there with the other bathroom, you know, learning Torah. Married, family, you know. That's, I was in awe. Like it's pretty embarrassing, pretty uncomfortable, you know. Like you know, and I'm sure there were times that the bachrim got it quicker than him. He had not have any background. They had background, you know. They've been the guys and most most of the bachrim, you know, they came from the, the day schools, you know. They had background already, and he didn't have any background, you know. So he asked the kid, well, he asked a stupid question. He didn't understand. He goes by tremendous kavurah sadas to do such a thing. Yerukiva sits, starting learning some some first time he started without the base. There was a I, I have a a, 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 a rav that I asked my shilas to. He came to tell the shiva from Australia years before before me. And he came as an older bucker already, with very little background. So they put him in, you know, the first year in the high school. At that point in time, there was a, a very, very precocious young man, who is now the Shiva of Riverdale Yeshiva, Romosban, who was the same. They were the same age, but he started. He started Mechina, the high school. I think he was seven when he started the high school. So by the time he was that age, he was ready the fourth. He was the fourth year base matters. So they used to tease this this person, you know, like and our yeshiva, the guys this age are in fourth year base matters, not in not in the bottom year of high school. He persevered, and now he's he's, he's the first thing that I go to when I have a halacha That's who I call. But they chaperoned him. They teased him. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't, can't say. But the main the stamen in the Shiva, Rabbi Yezra and Rabbi Yeshua, they used to tease Rekiva also. You know, Rekiva, forty years old. You know, you know, like <laughs> I'm Oritz. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm eight, and I already know more than you. You know, like come on, come on. You know, Yeshivachim. The part of being Yeshivachim is you tease people. Right? We have a Gemara in the Marcus. They're coming out of the Kodesh, they're passing by the Kodesh Kedoshim, Rekiva with the, with the Chachamer passing by the Kodesh Kedoshim. And they see a shul walking out of the base Kodesh Kedoshim. Somebody described to me, he went back to Europe to tell Zeshiva. So the building is still standing. It was used by the Nazis, and this was their custom. They did the same thing in, in the city of Gare. And they, they took the base matters and they made it a stable for, for horses, for animals. So you come and you see the building. The building is empty. And you see the destruction, but you see the, 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 the filth, the foul reek. And a person remembers what it looked like the hundreds and hundreds of people sitting and learning Torah. The Gerbeis Medrash was, was in, in, before the war in Europe, the Gerbeis Medrash, during the Yom the Rome, there was 10,000 people there. Somebody said he went back after the war and it's empty. Not just empty, it's filthy. 
he sees the animals. They see a shul come out of the Karish Kadashim. These are people who saw the the, 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 the Some of them was, they saw the Ba'is Ibn Usa, they saw the Basin Mikdush. And they start crying. They're crying, they're heart rending sobs. And Rakiba starts to laugh. What are, you, what, are you, what are you laughing for? What are you crying for? So Mars is a whole question back and forth. Rikiva seems to have an interesting way of looking at the world. He's 40 years old and he has no problem going to the base matters to learn. They're making fun of him. Gates and the his yeshiva falls apart, he gets right. He sees the, the shulim walking out, and he has a cheshpan of the. How do he do it? What's the Rekiva's lesson to us? If we would want to describe, if we want to describe what would be the mida that we would react. We would react to the situation of destruction. Overwhelming destruction. And the speed of Yish. Despair. Yish. What's the opposite of Yish? A Rebbe used to, one of our used to always say, it's Chazanish. Chazanish says that the, this is a, not a Moshishim, this is a Chazanish and because he says that the opposite of Yish is Tikva Tikva is hope I lose an item I hope to get it back Yish is when I despair of getting it back so the opposite of Yish is Tikva and then the Chazanish explains that that's a continuum a person loses an evader so ninety-five uh, percent, he still hopes to get it back. He you know, time to get it back. He hopes to get it back, but you know, he understands back in line might not, might not, might not work. Mm-hmm. And eventually, uh, the, the as it takes some time, so the, the the hope gets less and less and less, and the despair gets greater and greater until it reaches a point that, luckily, it's called Yish. That's how he describes Yish. So the opposite of Yish is Tikva. So we have a Rekiva at the last mission Yuma. Of Rekiva, my Mikmatars at Tamim, because Rekiva Matars is Israel. Shalem Rekiva Yisrael Hashem, Moshiach Beis Torah. Beautiful Pasik. Mikmi Yisrael Hashem, the Tahara, the Mikmi Yisrael is Hashem. All the problems, you look at the Pasik. Pasik in Yirmiya, you look at the Pasik, the Pasik. The translation of the Pasik, the Targum, Targum Medicine, Rashi. They don't know about this Gemara and Yuma. They says the hope of Mikva Yisrael, the hope of Kla Yisrael is Hashem. Moshe he will save them based on. It doesn't say the Tahara process of a Mikva. It says the Tikva, the hope of Kla Yisrael is Hashem. That's the Pasik. Why are people in the eye? There's also my with the stipler.
the person Shiva came to the stifle to discuss one of his Talmudim. The Talmudim says the Talmud wasn't successful in Yeshiva, maybe it's time he should go out and move somewhere else and do something else, etc. etc. The stifle asked the Rashiva, is the Talmud able to read a Mishnah and understand the Mishnah? He said, yes. He says, what do you mean you're not successful in Yeshiva? What do you mean he's not successful? He can read a Mishnah. He can talk to Mishnah. He can learn a Mishnah. Now, I would like to I like to I would like to promise you and inform you that the Taipur was a Tamakhakam. And he knew that learning in Yeshiva meant more than just learning a Mishnah. So what does it mean that he answered the Shishiva? What do you you're saying the Bakr is not successful in Yeshiva? What do you mean he's not successful? He can learn a Mishnah. So Stifler's definition of success in Yeshiva is learning a Mishnah. That's a pretty low bar. What, what was the Stifler saying? <clears throat> when we have Yish, we have despair, because we feel we're not being successful. We have to ask ourselves, what's motivating us to have the title successful? What is this need to feel successful for? We have a society around us which says, oh, he's successful. Successful means he makes a lot of money. That's their definition. But why is that important? Why do you want to know that he's successful? What do you mean he's not successful? Well, who cares whether he's successful or not? I swear to he's successful. I forget about myself because I'm successful. The root of that issue is because we don't value ourselves. And we're, when we're successful, we feel valuable. Because whatever definition of success, success which the society has given us, we forget ourselves because now we've reached that thing called success. Who defines success? And why do I care whether you define me as successful is because I don't value myself. But you have to feel valuable. So I get my value from outside of me. So Rekiva says, Rahman says, What is this mitzvah? So it's a medrash betzim. Mention the medrash. The medrash is Kenegel Sachman. Rukhan Vital says, Shame the Kisar Rizal, he says, that Lusachman is the most important of the Sarasadibras. Because we know that the Mispera Esser is always a Mispera Karlos, so that's Karl everything. And Kiva said, Kabbalah Dr. Mban, don't have Kina. How do you not have Kina? Revolva writes that one of the most challenging things for a Bokhar in Yeshiva is Kina. says, because in, in Yeshiva, it's extremely difficult. Now, the way I say it over, I said that. Um, we have all the jokes about the Yiddish Mama, you know, the Yiddish Mama, my, you know, my son, the, you know, my son, my son is God, God's gift to mankind. That's a Yiddish Mama, right? That's, that's a version of the antidote to Kina. 
guy goes to yeshiva, comes home at night. So he's sitting in yeshiva, and there's one guy over that's you know, smarter than him, and one guy has a crooked tefisa, and another guy has a better zikor, and, and one fellow's a bigger tzaddik, and he's a bigger balchester, and he's a bigger... Davin's better. Everybody's better than you in some way. So you feel sugar worn out, but then the day, like, you know, who am I? What am I? I'm, you know, I'm not so good compared to all these people. You go home, and you must say, ah, my uncle, there's nothing better than my uncle. No, well, he gets a chizik, he feels good about himself, he's about the yeshiva, the same thing. So what happens to live in the dorm? So when do you run away from that feeling? When do you run away from that feeling that what are you? So the Pasuk says, The withering of your atzmius is kinah. It, it destroys you from the inside. I feel like I'm nothing. I can't love somebody else who's reminding me of my chesronus. I can't. It eats away at me. Is only possible when I'm very comfortable with myself. I feel very good about myself. I understand my value. So you know what? I'm happy you should value also. I don't have to define myself against you. But I have to define myself against everybody else. Every person kvetches into me how worthless I am. I'm going to hate that person. I'm not going to love him. Do you want to take the Mida? The Bershom comes, the Chazal said the Bershom came to every person in Kalayasil and spoke to him directly. The Deber came to him and says, I'm your God. I'm yours. I created you. If I created you, obviously you're valuable to me. I have expectations for you. I care about you. I want you to be successful. I don't measure you against anybody else. You come to the Yamadin all by yourself. Give a name more, one person at a time. I'm not measuring you against anybody else. We have difficulty with that. A mother brings a, a second child home and she says, tells the child, you know, there's room in a mother's heart to love every child equally, no matter what. I don't, I don't have to measure you against anybody else. I love you for who you are, not, not against anybody else. Right, the kid says, right. <laughs> My wife one time says, you, you know, you want to get emotional to your mouth with that, to, you know, what the child feels. The mother said, what do you mean? I really love everybody. It's true. How is that true? The husband comes up one day. He says, you know, my wife, I love you dearly as much as I always did. And there's room in my heart for more. I have a second wife. I love you dearly just as much as I always did before. Don't worry. So that's exactly what the child feels like when the mother comes up I love you just as much as before. But is that true? Of course it's true. The mother, mother's love is not diminished. It just expands. The person's love for you is not diminished because he has love for somebody else. The person's belief in you isn't affected by the fact that there's somebody else in this world. You want to take it, you want to take that, that and internalize it? Don't define yourself by anybody else in the world. The person says, I created the whole world. Be surely never island. Created the whole world just for you. You were worth it. That's what Chazal tells us. The Bershom says. The Bershom says, "I created the whole world just for you. Everything which is here was Kadai just for you." If you really feel that and you absorb that, there's all the sachman. The definition of success is irrelevant. 
success is needed to convince you that you're worth something when you're worried about that you're worthless. I'm not worthless because I'm successful. The Kashan Mikor lesson. It's like basically the difference between him and Rukhaim. It says when, when Rukhaim would. They asked him what's the difference. He says, you know, when someone, someone would ask me Kasha, I would, I would give him a terrorist. And he would have a Gashmak, he had a good Kasha. I have a Gashmak, he had a good terrorist. He says, Rukhaim, they go to Rukhaim, I saw Rukhaim, he says, he shows him why the Kasha is not a Kasha. So there's no Hanok on the Kasha, no Hanok on the terrorist. There's no Kasha, no terrorist. Kushami Koralesa. The Rukhiva understood that Mikvah Yisrael Hashem, the Bershom is the hope. The hope is the understanding that I don't have to define myself by success. There's always what to do. I, I, if, I can, if I can say these words, uh, imagine there was the, the newspapers in the time of Rikiva, you know, right? Well, there'll be the reports of the Yisrael dying, and you'll have the opinion page of why, you know, why it happened. And of course, you know, obviously it has to do with the rabbi. It's the rabbi's fault. And the rabbi, he looks like a big tzaddik, but I'm going to stop. You know, Rikiva has these other concerns and problems, you know. Like, you know, and they, you know, it's, it's, we're happy that finally this, you know, yeshiva closed down. You know, there's another opinion about that, etc. He didn't read the newspaper, he didn't find himself by anybody else. He says, "Yeah, they talk about. They talk. They walk into the show. <laughs> I know what, what, what happens. The rabbi obviously had, you know, must be. Who knows what these talmidim are like? I mean, they're all dying like this. Nobody else is dying. Who's dying? Who's them? You can imagine what type of rabbi he is. And he keeps it in the final cell by anybody else. If you keep understood, for whatever reason, the brush had a cheshbon. Destruction is not the end." Destruction is the source for rebuilding. Morale says that the Rekiva saw that you put, you take a seed, take this little seed, you put it in the ground. Out comes this enormous tree. You know, the redwoods start with a little seed. Do you know what happens if you put the seed in the ground? It decomposes. You can't take out all of the strength and the power which is there until it decomposes. We don't know what the rule will be like without Rekiva's star, and we mourn that. <coughs> but Rekiva understood that the destruction of the Mikdash, the Shoyalim, the, the, the rock bottom, is not the end. That just means that whatever was bad is being pulled out, and we can rebuild in a more, more pure way. So the morale is Mazda Gamor over there, then the Makkah. The pastor says, "Two eight in them on it. By Shrishan, by Shani's Charya, Uriya. They understood that that, that re- rebuilding the, the Yisurim is necessary. It pulls out the Chesreinus in the person. It pulls out the impurities. There's always Tikva." The process of Tahara requires that, the, yes, but not to give up. Not to define yourself outside of yourself by quote unquote success. I mean, I, you know, I had Yeshiva 20,000 men. Look how successful I am. If that was what kept getting, made Rikiva go, he'd be crushed. Rikiva says, My value is the Russian made me. 
My value is the person made me, he believes in me. My value is the person made me, he believes in me. He, ha- he has expectations of me. It's not up to me to accomplish. Famous Myra from Salantar, he said, Midafton, you have to do. And Nish Nachton, don't imitate. You have to do your own thing. Midafton, and Nish Upton, you have to do and not try to get it done with. Midafton, and Nish Oifton, you have to do and not accomplish. It's not about accomplishing, it's about doing. Accomplishing the person's business. The person has a superiority. I had this aura just, I think it's a soul now for Pesach. I have this very geschmack uh, of week before Pesach, sitting in Pesach and learning without with Baruch Hashem. Nobody had my phone number in America, so I was able to sit and learn without any. Uh... And I was thinking about there's people sitting in this Pesach, listening to them learn. Some of them are obviously quite accomplished. And some of them, I, some of them I'm sure, have Shurim and Hamidim, etc., and some of them don't. Some put it on a safer, some of them we'll never know about. They don't put it on a safer, they don't have any thumb meet him. He's sitting with his Kabrus and he's learning. He never gets the fame and the glory. Is he less of a Tamachachim than anybody else? No. Why? If he defines himself by what other people define him, he's going to crush him. I want the, re- the recognition and the definition of success, etc. Person defines that I'm going to brush him as terror. It's me and the Kaddish Baruch Hu in the Gemara. That's it. Who gets more scar in Elam Haba? I don't know. Maybe he gets more scar. Because it's not easy. It's, easy. It's, it's, it's easier to do it with the fame and the glory. It gives you the energy to go weiter. Where do you get the energy to go weiter when nobody could care less whether you whether you walk the face of this earth or not? It's just in you and a Kodesh Baruch Maybe that's more valuable. And I'm just watching these people sitting and learning. People older than me. Uh, and some of them, I, 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 can't, I don't know for a fact, but they look like, yeah, they, they sit and learn. That's what they do with their life. Well, they do with their life, they sit and learn. Is that it's not about accomplishing it's not about what safer I published and what yeshiva I built and, what, and, what, and how many people know about my name it's about learning the Russian Torah Rekhima says it's not about my yeshiva was big or was small etc it's about the Russian gave me the opportunity to teach Torah I'm going to do that that's it five Talmudim when a person is comfortable with who he is he knows intrinsically his value he knows the Russian created him to the point where he can forgive the rest of the veld. I don't need to define myself by anybody else. I really don't care how they define me. It's unimportant. I'm happy for you. You should also be successful. I understand that. That I understand that I understand that the Shulim Hochelboy, that means Adam and Monim, there's going to be a Mashiach. This is the structure of yeshiva. I can build a yeshiva. And that yeshiva, and that ability to believe in his value and not be discouraged and to define himself between him and the Kodesh Baruch Hu is why we have Torah this day. Why we have Al-Shas today. Why we have Zayar today. Because the Rekiva understood his intrinsic value in the eyes of a Kodesh Baruch Hu.